Welcome to the Wellsteading Podcast. This is episode 354. Today is February 7th, 2022. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at investablewealth.com. Well, hey, just got a real quick episode for you today. I've received a lot of questions and comments from people that are wondering what's going on with the tech sector right now, you know, based on the comments I made in the last episode, as well as some of the real crazy ups and downs we've seen with things like Facebook on the downside and Google and Amazon on the upside over the last week or so. So, you know, what's happening with this market right now? Is this a rally? Are we seeing an uptrend? a reversal in what's gone on for the last month as it relates to tech, or is this simply a dead cat bounce? Listen, here's the bottom line. I don't necessarily think that we've been specifically in a tech sector sell-off, nor do I think that overnight we're having a counter rally and everything is going to magically go back up, nor do I think that this is just a dead cat bounce and it's all going to fall apart. I think this is all being hyped by the media as they always hype everything. Peloton is bouncing up today, and last time I checked was up more than 25%, not because it has prospects of higher sales in the future, but simply because there are rumors out there that Amazon or somebody like that, maybe an Apple, will come in and buy them. Now, is that likely? Are these rumors true? I have no idea. Certainly Both Amazon and Apple have more than enough money to come in and buy Peloton. But the reason that I wouldn't buy it as an individual stock owner is that I do think that the only upside is if someone comes in and buys them out. And at the current price they're at, even before they jump 25%, I don't think they were a very good deal even for an Amazon or an Apple to come in and buy. I mean, if you simply look at the revenue, yeah, they have $4 billion or so in sales, but they're not profitable. And I think the high watermark of them selling their exercise equipment is behind them, right? That all took place during the shutdowns. And while I don't think they're going out of business, it isn't that I don't think people are going to want to buy the service. It just, to me, doesn't have the value and the growth prospects going forward as it had in the previous 20 months or so. So yeah, on a takeout rumor, can the price bounce up? Absolutely. But even with the bounce, look at the price. I think from its all-time high back in maybe December of 2020, it's still down by about 80%. So would I buy a Facebook or an Amazon? Absolutely. But I wouldn't buy a Peloton. All this hype about tech sector sell-off, tech sector rebound, it's really all nonsense. Last week, if you look at the QQQs, it didn't perform really any better or any worse than the general market. The Qs over the last week or so have had a net performance of being up about 1.7, 1.8%. Well, if you look at the total market index, it was up slightly higher than that, just under 1.8. And the mid-cap 400s, the Russell 2000, and the S&P 500 We're all in that range with the S&P 500 being the lowest at about 1.5 and the mid caps being right around 1.75% gain for the week. So despite all the headlines, all the talk about how much Facebook was down and how much Google and Amazon were up, the bottom line was from the overall sector indexes, we were looking at less than 2% overall upside, hardly what I would consider a big move in the market one way or the other. 
And if you look at the big winning sectors of last week, well, the only thing that was remotely related to the tech sector was the semiconductors. The semiconductors were the overall number two performing sector over the last week or so. But you know the big winner? It was energy. Energy sector up almost 5%, and then right behind semiconductors, you had finance and consumer discretionaries, both up more than 3.5%. So last week, the real winning sector was the same sector that's been winning for the last 12 months or more, and that's energy. Energy sector up for the month, over 15%. Energy sector for the quarter, up almost 20%. Energy sector performance for the last six months, almost 40%. And energy sector performance over the last 12 months, up over 60%. So yes, the tech sector performed about average last week, and it's had a lousy month. It's had maybe even a lousy quarter. But overall, the tech sector is only up over the last 12 months, about 8%. You compare that to the energy sector, up over 60%. All the news, all the hype, all the glamour talking about the tech sector, when the real truth of the matter is that the major performer has been and still is, is the energy sector. Now that doesn't fit the media narrative, so that's why it's not talked about as much. And I know you're saying, but, but what about Apple? What about Microsoft? These are multi-trillion dollar companies. They had a gangbuster year. Well, yeah, they have. They've been up well over 25% in the last 12 months or so. But you know who's in that same range? Diageo, Goldman Sachs, Procter & Gamble, Philip Morris, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and McDonald's have all performed within a percent or two as well as Apple and Microsoft have over the last 12 months. So I would call the performance of the stock market over the last 12 months having a whole lot less to do with the tech sector or with real glamorous named stocks and more to do with just big conglomerates doing really well. Pepsi, Coke, McDonald's, Philip Morris, Procter & Gamble, right? These are all just big, huge, multinational companies that have pricing power and also have really good access to supply networks to the fact that they didn't see the same supply disruptions as the smaller competitors did. And since they have the ability to source the materials and make the products, and since the consumer is so healthy, they have the ability to pass on any price increases they've encountered. That's why these big companies have done so well. And overall, that's why I remain optimistic about the economy, because what these big companies have been able to do over the last 12 months is what I think the mid-size and the smaller cap companies are going to be able to do going forward. And I think that is especially going to be true as the global economy fully reopens and the demand for in-person services and for travel and for leisure and for hospitality and entertainment I think the demand for that is going to go off the charts. Well, am I right or wrong? I don't know. You'll have to come back for future episodes to find out. Until then, as always, thanks for listening. This is John Pugliano wishing you the very best returns.